most people in certain ways there are definitely more showers going on for other people <laughs> than others that's that's a fact but if but and this is where shit gets shaky because you don't want to start telling other people what their blessings are because they're going to be like yeah nigga, but look at these curses nigga. awesome yeah i know i saw some people out there that were experiencing probably not the the funnest spectrum of of drinking alcohol <laughs> well what i what i mean is that in the state of maryland alcohol is not sold in grocery stores it's only sold in uh liquor stores now some might ask why am i complaining because because I live right across the street from a from a liquor store, so there's no issue with me going there. But part of me just feels like I kind of miss the privilege of having a grocery store that has liquor in it. I'm sorry, alcohol. Oh yeah, I was about to say. You yeah, no, 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 yeah. not liquor, just wine and beer. Yeah. I mean, in the, in the assortment, again, I just I was walking down and it gave me exactly what I was looking for. I just looked up and they had a banner and it was color coded. And it said, if you're looking for sweet, refreshing, go here. If you're looking for full body, go like here. If and I was like, oh, like that. OK, well, if it's going to be that easy, you know, so then they made it really easy on me. So I walked over and I saw that this was uh, hold on a second. Since you since you asked, sir. Gold bottles, ace of spades. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely not. This is called Phantom. Is that for a spooky season? Spooky season, yes. I, I didn't. I wasn't really thinking about that, but maybe subconsciously it worked itself on me. Maybe Phantom Chardonnay. So we, we call. Hold on a second. Good. All right, <laughs> Phantom Chardonnay, Clarksburg, California. Oh. I thought you were about to say Maryland for a second. No. Oh, y'all got there, There's a Clarksburg in Maryland. <laughs> we just not from there. We call it the Phantom, a ghostly figure that wanders the the Bogle, the Bogle cellars at night. Hmm. I don't know what that means. Fleeting glimpses of muddy work boots and blue jeans, then gone. Does the Phantom really exist? Yes. Has it inspired us? Absolutely. Aromas of honey and vanilla rise from the glass, transforming into flavors of golden apple and pear, while spicy caramel notes whisper a French oak fermentation on the finish. Wow. Phantom. So, yeah, so I read that and I was like, yeah, man, I can get this. <laughs> oh, oh, you read that at the store. Oh, okay. I definitely read that at the store, yeah. Um, so I know that you're a, uh, I know that you get in the total wine um, and you got this from where again? I got this from Giant. Giant. Good old Giant. You know who also uh, has a really great uh, selection is the Harris, Harris Teeter. Teeter. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah, the by where we used to live. They used to have all the shit in there. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, those are the three places I'm, that I would go. And then they're also just, and then just wineries. Yeah. Because then you go to wineries and you get something that's just, it's just them. It's, it's their, their winery. 
with their grape fields. It's fucking, it's, it's, it's awesome. I went to that's, a winery that's, that's uh, I, two week, like two weeks ago. Yeah, and and that's when I first found like blackberries, like the fruit wines, like peach. Oh. There was a raspberry, blueberry, like and, like wines. Okay. And I was like, that was amazing. Bull Run, they used to have them and I don't think they do them anymore. I, I've never been to a winery in Virginia. Whoa. I know. Isn't that crazy? There's so, and there's so many. Yeah. I have been to some wineries in Maryland, but I've never been into, I've never been to a winery in Virginia and I really want to cross that off my list. <clears throat> Every time I talk to someone from the DM of the DMV, they always, <laughs> they, there's something against Virginia. And usually what I get from them, DC, Maryland residents is why the fuck would I ever go to Virginia? Like what, what, what do y'all have down there? As if DC and Maryland pretty much have all the cool things. Like what? Like what am I going to Virginia for? I mean, that just comes from a place of being like naive. And, but yeah, that's kind of the thing. Is there's there's so much going on. Yeah. In all these different parts of Virginia. Yeah, you gotta. You just gotta get around. Like when people tell me again, like you've been here. There, there are places I need to go. I'm still waiting to get out to the Natural Arch Bridge. I forget exactly what city that is. I think yeah. it's Natural. I think it's like it's in Virginia. Yeah, it's in Virginia. Natural Bridge. Yeah, natural I think that's what it's called. I remember you telling me about it. Yeah, I think even the town may be called Natural Bridge or something like yeah. that. Yeah, but I I still got to get out there. But there's yeah. just there's there's just certain things that like you got to get up and 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 do. Again, when I spoke to JP. And she was talking about how she, <laughs> until she had met me, she didn't even know that th- there were human beings in Manassas that just weren't <laughs> fuck boys running <laughs> around just trying to like fight people and puff up their chest and whatever the fuck else it is that they're doing, sell drugs, you know what I mean? Like, right. It, you just got to get out. You got to do stuff. We got the <laughs> art center here in, in Manassas. The art center is awesome. My dad has been to shows there, met cool people there. He's always out doing live music. But the wineries are amazing. The The mountains are amazing. Was, Virginia has a lot to offer. I was, um, I'm going to get back to that. We're getting back to that in a second. But I was thinking about your dad today when I was at the barbershop. And I was just, uh, I was looking, I don't, it's, and it's so random. I was looking over at this other kid that was getting like, uh, his haircut had a real sharp shape up. And I just started thinking about people I know. That don't really like give a shit about shit. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You don't know how funny this is. You're bringing this up. <laughs> Bro, I just went the other night to see the movie Smile. Right? Oh, how was that? <clears throat> it was good. It. It, was, it, was, it was another movie where I felt like, <clears throat> like it, was, it was cool. Hold on. Hold on. Let me ask you this. Cause I I listened to your take. I listened to your take on Barbarian. Yeah. Um, so was this a movie that's worth bringing up again outside no, of the no the i would have never brought this movie up. okay yeah yeah, yeah. all right <clears throat> like it's it's cool it has a lot of good jump scares like they do a really good job uh-huh. of letting you know it can happen at any point in time uh-huh. um but <clears throat> i mean again it's also a horror movie but the storyline so you're, you're never really looking for like a super strong storyline uh-huh. but when they nail it it's awesome but this wasn't one of those like it and i, and I knew it towards the beginning that the end was gonna get a little iffy. Hmm. I knew it. I just hmm. knew it, and it it did. It got a little. It got a little weird. Okay. Um, but overall, to me, it sort of seemed like a, a statement, like a mental health statement. It's it all. It is a lot about mental health. It's about a a therapist inside of a hospital, and she witnesses someone kill themselves. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like pretty much during one of their sessions or their very first session, actually. And what you find is that a curse has sort of been passed on her. And like that is a curse. And that is the curse, right? Like one has to kill themselves in front of someone. And then like the curse like moves on. And there's like clearly like this demonic possession sort of thing going on. Um, and they're trying to find a way to, you know, stop the stop the curse. Right. You know, stop the cycle. It's it's cool. It's cool. But again, I would never bring it up again. What I will say is this. There was a gentleman that was working the concession stand <laughs> outside of the actual theater. <laughs> and I think he may be like a manager or shift leader or something like that. Right. And this is now the second time I've seen him. <laughs> and I said something the first time to the lady. But the second time we saw this dude, I was like, bruh. If Keon was here right now, <laughs> he would be going crazy about this fucking guy. <laughs> His hair looks like he like <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. It seems like the Magneto helmet. <laughs> oh nah. Yeah. Nah. Like it just looks like a big ass helmet that he's Dog. put on. It's all like the same length, and you can tell he's like maybe brushing it, but it's like at a brushing. At, he's like brushing it, but it's at a you should pick it out level, but he's still like brushing it down, and there's like there's He's never had a shape up his entire life. He's never had a shape up. <laughs> he's never had a shape up. Like it gives you the full, like big cursive really? M in the middle. Damn. It's like the huge arches. This nigga it, is a villain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's you, it looks terrible. <laughs> and I just, I just, I think about you when I see black men specifically <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> with, with <laughs> that clearly just don't put the the sort of oomph that you would like into their their hairstyling. Yeah, and it, it's it's like see see that's some next level shit. What what that man is doing? That's some next level shit. Because it's one thing to just not care about a shape up, but at this point, it just seems like. You don't care about your appearance at all. And that says a lot about a person. Well, <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does, man. It's so unique, man. I swear <laughs> we got to go out to this place <laughs> to catch a movie and look at this dude, man. Well, so, so what fun. theater was this? They, they were selling concessions I, I, outside? I, I don't know. if No, no, no. It wasn't. I was just saying outside of the actual theater. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was no, like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to give the name of the place. Okay, oh, okay, 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 okay. I got I don't want to do that. Yeah, you don't want to buy it. You don't want to this, man. <laughs> That's so funny. But, oh, my gosh, man. It, it, his hairstyle was so funny. Nah, yeah, movie smile, it was, again, it was it was cool. Again, the mental health aspect of, of looking at trauma and just trying to get towards, okay, there's a curse, like there's something that's going on, but it's not really, it's not really an external thing. It's something that has found its way into my psyche. So now it's like about how do you, trudge through trauma how do you get down to the things because you always got to track it back you know right. so you're trying to track back like how the monster works and what its motivations are and shit like that like there are all sorts of 
every single sort of possession horror movie, like that's kind of what happens. Like mm-hmm. the people are figuring out what the curse is or where it comes from. And they're like, oh, I found this article about this little girl down in Texas. And oh, we have to go to the house. We have to end this once and for all. And you got to go <laughs> try to find, you know, whatever the fuck it is and, and give the ghost of the spirit some closure. Uh-huh. And then at least like that's every fucking yeah. possession <clears throat> movie of all time. Uh, this was sort of like that. Okay. So I already knew what I was getting myself into as it was going. Yeah. Um, and again, for that sort of movie, like I thought it was, I thought it was cool. I would not advise anyone go spend money to go <laughs> see it. I would definitely just wait till it hits one of your streaming platforms. Right. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's sort of how I feel about it. Again, they did a really good job with their jump scares though. Let's, so is it possible to compare that to Barbarian just based on the fact that they are horror films i know that they're probably two very different types of movies mm. but w- if you had to say one was better than the other mm. if i had to say one is better than the other i would go with i'm going with barbarian okay yeah yeah okay. yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah yeah because that was a bit innovative yeah like there were just some different things yeah. going on in that yeah smile wasn't really okay like it was kind of your run-of-the-mill the devil got inside and took over me. And yeah, now, yeah. Now yeah. I'm doing some crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't as creative as the barbarian. Okay. Yeah, the barbarian. Is yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to see people, you know, these days coming out with things that are like innovative like that. You know, shout out to to Jordan Peele. Shout out to Stokes for being here last oh, time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I wasn't here uh, for that, but um, shout out to Stokes for being. He's really here. excited about what he's got going on. He's excited yeah. about the. Uh, again, yeah. I have to send him to you if you have a, if he hasn't sent him to you, but. Not only Decay Issue 3. I don't know if you've gotten that I don't in your think phone I have yet. Three. Or, yeah, so that's the newest one. I, so I read both of these back to back, I told him. Okay. That one, as well as he's starting his new series that's going to start coming out soon. I think that's going to be in like January or something like that. Okay. I might be misspeaking right now. But um, <clears throat> that is called Intrusive Thoughts. That's yeah. A whole different I saw series. him tweeting about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one looks pretty cool. Yeah, shout out to Stokes, man. That one has potential for sure. Stokes is like one of the, like, I think he's a hustler. He'd be hustling. Uh, so He'd funny you say that because he was he was trying to fight against this claim that he's all about hustle culture. You know, and I, I, I that just, was something I didn't hear before. Hustle culture, like yeah, these words that's, put that's together. That's new to me. But <laughs> that's new to me. But overall, it seems to be you know work hard, play hard, or not even play hard. Just work hard, work hard, get to the bag. You know what I mean? Grind out in day in, day out, like that sort of Look, ideology. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what this man's work life balance is. I, I don't care. I hope he's taking care of himself. All I'm saying is he, he be on it. Yeah. It's nice. To, I, I, I was telling him that, that it's nice to see consistency. In most yeah. Things. Um, we were talking about a movie though. What movie was um, I talking about? Oh, well, let me tell you this. Oh, I was just talking about the fact that he's coming out with these. Yeah, so shout out to him. Congratulations to him. He's, again, he seems like really, really happy about it. I tried another horror movie. Well, it's not a horror movie. It said it's like eerie. It's suspense drama, I think. Are you I, doing I tr- this because it's spooky season? No, I really do just like eerie, darker things. Yeah, it just you know seems I mean? a little consistent. Yeah, that's probably why I keep, you know, <laughs> shunning these PG thirteen things. But uh, you know, but yeah, I, I really, I really do enjoy them. Um, this was a, yeah, like a drama suspense. It said it was supposed to be eerie, bleak. It was starring Jim Carrey. Really, <clears throat> he was he was the lead. Was he was a detective. Called... 
hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, there's a number. Um, the number something. Uh, no, that's I think that, no, was? I think that's some whole other shit. Yeah, and I and okay. I'm also forgetting what the name of this thing is. Uh, dude, but I do have this here right now. Jim Carrey scary movie. Look up. I think it's called the number twenty one or something like that. No. You, I know, I know what you're you talking what about. Talking yeah, about? you're talking about. He starts painting all the all the rooms red and shit in his house. Yeah, that's some whole other shit. This okay. is, this is a movie about him as a detective in, I believe, Poland. Really? Yeah. When this come out? Um, in the past two years. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I did not finish that shit. Damn. Yeah, I, and I got far into it too. I just did. It was like. 20 minutes left and I was like <laughs> bro that's how that's how dark crimes it's what it's dark called. crimes sound like a video game it's about a detective uh, that is trying to solve a case of, of murders it was about a a place which you just notice it is real it seemed like a big club like a very um sort of esoteric club esoteric what am I saying? like very um Exclusive, exclusive club for high end ballers, a lot of nasty people with probably a lot, a lot of like filthy money. Uh, um, and it was just, it just seemed like <clears throat> the roughest of whorehouses. Was it in, was this in black and white? It was not in black and white, okay. but it did have a dreary sort of look to it, like, a, like, a, like Max Payne, yeah, exactly. Like it's, a lot of blues always, and dark yeah, greens and browns and rains blacks a lot, rains a lot, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. He's got the same energy. He's got a bunch of family issues. Every Wait, every like great Batman? every great detective or just in any movie has always had the worst family relations ever. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah. their wife is wondering yeah. what's going on. The kids don't like them. You know, it's just every single time, yeah. and it's the same in this movie. Yeah. Um, Stabler's wife left him. Who is Stabler? Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's Come Mary on, Easttown. It's Mary Easttown, right? No. Damn, who's Stabler? I don't know. Elliot Stabler. I don't know who that is. Law and Order SVU. Nigga, shut up. <laughs> you talking to me like I, I did not watch that show. <laughs> I did not watch that show. Um, yeah, so you know, it was it was uh it was interesting. It was um I thought that it was gonna be one of those things that's really slow. It like steps you in. Cause I like those. Mm -hmm. Like I I really I will deal with something that goes slow if it's going to give me great character development and a great story like Some build I mean, up yeah i don't need an action movie you know i don't even i don't even watch those like i used to anymore like mm -hmm. I, I just don't like what was the last like are you do you click on action movies yeah what do you watch ah uh, did you watch wrath of man by with jason statham no okay because <laughs> i mean and, it's, and don't get me wrong i've seen my fair share of jason statham fil films but um, I haven't seen too much of anything that he's been into recently. What about the Gray Man with Ryan with the the handsome guy? What's his name? Ryan Gosling. I didn't watch that either. Okay, I think like most and Chris Evans in it. The other handsome guy, Chris Evans. <laughs> I, I just don't watch. I just don't. I, yeah, I'm just. But but this is why I say because I don't want it to seem like I'm being a snob about these things. When uh -huh. it comes to these movies that I'm saying, <clears throat> like they're cool. Like they're good, they're good. Like while you're there and what you're watching is fun, like it's cool. It's it's a personal thing that I do like to walk away with movies and, and just like think about them. Like, wow, like that really made me think about something. That's just me though. Are you going to see Black Panther? 
I'm not going to like go out of my way. If when it's available to stream, will you watch it? Yeah, I'll probably. But but also maybe not only because I'm not heavy into the Marvel world. I dropped off after after Infinity. Is that the last one? Uh yeah. After um, Infinity Wars, and uh, I didn't even watch every in, single in game. Is the end last game. one? I didn't watch of, uh, yeah. of that realm of right Marvel. and then after that movie i didn't watch any of the other ones that have come out since then if there's been a thor one i didn't watch it if there's there been, been if there's been a doctor strange one i didn't there watch has it been. yeah i did I've, any of those i did not see okay and there were guardians of the galaxies that i didn't see coming up the end game just do it for the culture what does that mean do it for the culture what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean do it for the culture i don't know what that means do it because of your skin. That's what it means. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I got you. I get it. I get it. I'm definitely going to go see it. But I get it. Yeah. Well, you, well, you're a huge fan of this. So that would make sense. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. But I just, I don't know. I guess I, I was maybe just thinking like if you, if you did want to follow up on any Marvel movie, maybe it would be that one. Mm. Yeah, no. Do it for Chadwick. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, there's nothing there's nothing I'm really looking forward to. I am looking forward to this book once uh Mikey gets done with it. The Invisible Life of of uh damn, what does he say? Something LaRue or I I, I saw it. I saw it. The Invisible Life of do, yeah, because maybe you need you might need a, a novel, man. Maybe a novel will be good for you. Throw throw me something. Okay. The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. And they're making it into a movie. That's right. That's why I sent it to So who who is this person? Supposedly, <clears throat> it's it's some woman that makes a deal with some entity to live forever. But I guess every time she sort of like leaves their site or something, they forget about her. Leave the like, entity? Like if she, no, like if she's just hanging out, like she sold, like probably her soul or something, did some sort of deal with the devil or, you know, some entity, whatever. And in for eternal life, she is now forgotten when she leaves people's sights. Oh, so no one ever remembers her. Right. Wow. Yeah, right. So so that's the book. And I'm you like, can't. yo, I'm I'm going to read that book. Is this I'm into this. Is this shit. fiction? Yes, nigga. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> because I don't know, for some reason. I'm just so used to you reading stuff like this that oh, I'm just like, okay, is this oh, is this based on like a true story? Oh like, no, I, like what I, I we... read no, I read novels. Okay, okay, I okay. love novels. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not one of those people that'll just tell you, oh, it's just informational books. <laughs> like, no, I'm I'm not about that. Reclaiming conversation, All... the power of talk in the digital age. <laughs> but that's a but that's a great book. No, I'm and, sure it is. I'm sure it that is. That is a really really good book. Um, you know what I mean? Just Again, just, and I've talked about this before, but just on that book, just one thing that sticks in my head forever is when you're hanging out with someone and someone, like you're at a dinner or whatever, and someone has a phone on the table and it's facing up, the people at that table or maybe the other person at that table, it, I can't forget, I mean, well, I can forget because I have forgotten, but I can't remember the percentage so the actual stat, but what I can say is that it's an overwhelming susceptibility 
on that other on your conversational partner or just partner there at the moment that they will speak about deep things to them. Like it's an overwhelming percentage of the fact that they will not do that if a phone is up at the table Hmm. and facing up because there is an idea in their mind that the phone is up and it's out. And at any moment, like clearly you positioned it a certain way for that for to be notified if something goes off on that phone. And if something goes off on that phone, that means that you're going to look at that phone. That means you're going to break your focus from what's happening in front of you. And then that means that I'm going to be left to feel however I feel once you break that concentration. Now, if I'm talking to you about something that means something to me and then that phone goes off and you start looking at it and you scroll for a second, how is that to leave the person that just divulged whatever information it is that is extremely meaningful to them? You know what I mean? So that was that was just a huge part of that book for me, Reclaiming Conversation, like just just knowing that piece of information, because you don't remember all the shit, mm-hmm. but you kind of like download <clears throat> like the idea you know, of what the fuck took place. It's sort of like, I've been thinking about this recently. What do you think people mean? Because then I'll ask you what you mean when you say it, if you ever say it. What do you think people mean when they say, oh, you know, I'm just trying to process this right now. Like, you know, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to process Um, it. It can mean a couple of things. It can mean they don't feel like thinking about this or dealing with it right right now. Okay. Um, Or it could just be something very complex that they have to take the time to think through. Do you say that often? Not really. Okay. But you do process things. Yeah. What does your processing look like? Cause this is something I'm going to start asking people. I, I really want to know what it looks like for you to process it. Process like- what? I think it depends on what, what, like what am I processing? So there are times in life where you like something happens, like you're presented with some situation and you I guess I don't know when it hits you. But at some point in time, you think, man, I need to process this. Mm-hmm. Whenever that happens, what do you, like? Is there a certain state of mind you have to be in or a certain place you like to go? Or is it just like I just what does processing it look like to you? Because I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I'm trying to processing I, it. Yeah. I just think it looks well, different for people. Like if you say you have to go process something, is that just something you're going to do? Or is it like a, a car drive? Like, do you like to drive your car? And like, is that when things happen for you? Is it when you're taking you know a shower? What? You know what? You know what? I feel like if I tell someone that it's probably just because I don't feel like talking about it or dealing with it at that very moment. Okay. Because I feel like most things I'm able to make a decision on, you know, relatively quick. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm sure there's a lot of things out there that, like, how about this? Anytime, most times anyone's ever offered me, like, a salary at a job, I tell them that, you know, I want to think on it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But a situation like that is something I'm going to go home, talk to my fiance about, you know what I'm saying? Like, just kind of like, I want, I guess, a second opinion right. on on something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like something, but and what not about, a lot of what, things. What about things that are like deeper that have been like hurtful to you? Hurtful. And like needing to process okay. that So more of an emotional type of situation. Yeah. Um. You know what? You know what's funny? Shit like that can last a long time. 
Yeah, I'm certain of it. And that's why I like to ask, like, what does the process of processing um, look like? For me, I don't know. It's probably thinking about it until I decide to face it. Mm. It's almost it's, it's so, almost so, like you're, so, you're torturing so, yourself. So thinking about it and facing it are like these are two different things to you. Yeah. You feel like. Yeah. Okay. So thinking about it. It is an instrumental part of the process, but it is not the conclusion of the process. It is not. Well, I don't know. I feel like for for those emotions, you have to, I don't know, almost confront them. Right. If I guess there, if there's a physical if, way to do it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think that that's what's interesting is asking someone about, like, what does the confronting of your feelings about something look, look I, like? It could be having a conversation with said person. It could be... Just what if it's a conversation? What if it's something within yourself that within is, that has been shown to you that like you know that you have to break through, like you have to work on. It's not. Um, I get if you're if I, like if, I'm when, a, like, if I'm like, actually going to do it and not just say fuck it is 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 really just planning it out, taking it one step at a time, mm-hmm. just lining out how it is I'm going to conquer this situation, and just taking baby steps to to do that. I guess. I was thinking about like my processing the other day and I know when I've been impressed upon by something, whether it be something I read in a book or a conversation I had with someone or a film I watched or whatever it is, I've been impressed upon and that there's something kind of like heavy weighing on my mind that like I want to process through. And so that's, again, I, I was thinking about the things that I do and like what other people do or how they even think about, you know, what processing is to them and what purpose it serves. But I I think as I begin to talk to more and more people, I was I was talking to someone the other day and you know they kept a lot a lot of the sort of tracks of thought and conversation I have with a lot of people come down to I understand that whatever that is but I don't feel it. Mm-hmm. Like I, un, my mind gets the concept, but I can't just move that way. And, you know, one of those things is you can't live for other people. You can't just help them. Like they have to help themselves. You can't just create change in the world outside of you without creating change in yourself. Like that's where the true change happens. And people are like, yeah, like that sounds great. Like I get that. But again, I can't move that way Mm -hmm. because I want other people to do so well that like I'm going to end up falling into the habit of trying to help them get there. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about like wisdom and knowledge the other day and the difference between the two, like the, the knowing of a bunch of facts and information. Right. And then the wisdom the the feeling, right? The the real applicable feeling of all this information like processed and like data from real life experiences with nature processed. And then I feel like that's a much wiser version of a human being. I feel like people I, I just think about the tools that I have for like processing information. And I think, man, if I didn't have these, I don't know what processing would look like for me. Again, when I'm impressed upon by something, I'm like, hmm, there's something like there's something in that. 
I need to process it. I guess I need to go like hit the gym and like get on the Stairmaster. That usually helps me think about stuff like when I'm doing cardio, exercise, hit the sauna, sit in the sauna for like 20 minutes. Super, super fucking hot. It's like 190 degrees in there now because they they like fixed it up. Now it's like super. (laughs) I used to spend like 35 minutes in there because it was like 160, 170. Now it's 1890 and that's super hot. So, but either way, sitting in there, classical music, like meditating through this heat, like that helps information be processed. And the way that it looks in my mind is, yes, I think about it. So this is why I'm asking you all these little questions, because I definitely think about it and I try to hit it from as many different perspectives as I can. But I also just let the feeling sit there. Like whatever it is, like if it's uncomfortable feeling or like I was being an asshole, I was felt like I was arrogant, especially a lot in the past or whatever it was, I was nasty. Just some part of me that I don't, I don't want to do and I would need to file down. I'll just like, I'll just sit in it. Like, you know what I mean? And just because it's a humbling experience to just sit in your shit for a second and just, what, and just what feel is, that. What is sitting in it? Like thinking about. On purpose. Br- yeah. Like bringing that feeling up, like okay. knowing this is what happened. This is what I did. This is how I treated this person. Now I don't. F- the feeling that comes with that thought is not good. Mm-hmm. And so sit in that. Okay. Like feel that. Okay. Sit and feel that, and just and just let it add what I think is like another layer to you. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you, or when I have processed information this way, just knowing when I have to process information. Just knowing when there's something there and be like, all right, I need time to just like meditate or stretch or do the, whatever, or just sit and think and breathe. I I know that there are like layers being added to my whole, my whole being. Okay. Just like layers being added to it. And I think that helps you get from a place of understanding something with your mind, but not feeling it. Like not, not it being consecrated in your being. You know what I mean? Like knowing that thing now does feeling that, that thing so as, after you sit in it does it go away yeah yeah I, th- I think to to a degree for sure because or does it become uh, because, trauma <laughs> no i think i think that it is the uh as i said before on the back end of triumph or no i'm sorry on the back end of humility um no no humiliation on the back end of humiliation comes triumph okay I, yeah, I think that sitting in it is great. And then I think on the back end of that comes, okay, I'm not doing that anymore. So I'm already a better version mm-hmm. of myself. Just realizing that that was some wild shit that I did. I'm already better. And just, you know what I mean? Stay, right. It's like staying at that pace and, and doing that thing over and over. Right. Again, I think, I think you will have a lot less of those moments where you're just like, ah, like I can understand it and I know that it would make me feel better about things, but like I don't feel it. I think that like that's the process that like some of us may be missing Okay. sometimes. Like we like we think about it, but we don't just sit and like stew in a feeling okay. for a little while and just like try to understand it in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's certain things where like I'll, I'll say something and to me I, I feel it. You know what I mean? In mm-hmm. my being. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just a, a piece of information. It's not just a thought. And then, yeah, like, if you ever try to give a perspective to someone where it's a really deep feeling thing, 
like, oh, you know what? You really just have to leave them alone. Like, trust me, like they're they're not ready to heal right mm-hmm. now or they're not ready to do the thing it is that you're telling them that you being around them is going to probably corrode what's going on with you in your life and take you off your path. But like, I understand if you want to go help them, though, still. Like, I understand if you want to go out of your way to try to do these things, but, like, I have a pretty decent understanding of where this might go. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, yeah, me too, but, like, I still have to do it. Like, I don't, I don't, that makes sense, but I don't feel it. Like, I can't, like, my body still will not, like, my spirit is behind. Right. It hasn't, it hasn't been ingrained yet. It hasn't been absorbed by my being yet. Right. So, like, it's still just an idea that sounds good. Okay. And I'm like, damn. Now, when people say that to me, it's like, damn, like, that's a wild thing. To just know that something's a good decision. Yeah. But it's like, but I don't, I, I, but I don't feel it. Right. You know. So I, I think that that's sort of the process. So I wanted to ask more people what processing information looks like to them, or what it feels like, what, or, or if they feel like they can get in certain grooves or in certain actual physical spaces that help them process information, or like, yeah, I just, I just want to know what that feels like for people. Hmm. Like what does it mean for you to process an experience, hmm. to process emotions, to process like like what does that yeah. look like? Can you tell me in words? When I was telling you, when I was explaining, you know, what I was saying earlier about it, I don't even think I touched on the fact that it's it's a super emotional game. Yeah, like there's a lot of you know what I'm saying some shit that makes you feel sick to your stomach, shit that makes you nervous, thinking about just past shit. Yeah, man, <laughs> it's deep, it's deep. And, you know, speaking about these shroomies, you know, that we were speaking about. Yeah. That's one, that's, those are the type of experiences where you have, this. it's kind of what, what I think one of the many, many lessons that psychedelics can give you is you need to release. You have to let go. Right. You have to relinquish. You don't own this shit. You have no power here. The only thing you can do is just let your body move with the energy. (laughs) Just let it move with the stream. Don't try to fight anything. No resistance, because that's only going to cause a terrible, terrible time for you. Damn. I think that's just kind of what it is. Maybe I resisted last time. I think a lot. Yeah. (laughs) 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 You were definitely resisting last time. (laughs) <laughs> Bro, I think that that's where, like, if you could, if you could just think, it, this is what I come to every time. Every time I'm, I'm going through some, some turbulence. Mm-hmm. Let's call it that. That's a perfect term. Like some turbulence in life. I always know what the answer is. But sometimes, for some reason, we'll be stupid and try to find some other way. Mm-hmm. But the answer is always you're you're resisting right now. Like, what is it that you're resisting about this thing? Mm-hmm. And if you just ask yourself that question, almost like any time you start to feel anything that isn't peace or happiness, like anything else, just think, what is it about the situation you're resisting right now? <laughs> like, what are you like? What are you trying to change? Mm-hmm. What are you like? What are you trying to manipulate from it being what it is? Mm-hmm. If you can ask yourself that question and come up with some answers, you may very well be able to like dig yourself out of that because that's a lot of it. Like any t- you're sitting in traffic. Mikey and I talk about this one. You're sitting in traffic. 
you're sitting there fucking tense, like, man, come on, like, what these niggas doing? Like, why? Who, like, who did this? Right. Like, what is it? Is it like, was it a car accident? Like, a mile up ahead? Did somebody stop to see? And not, like, what? Like, what the fuck is going? <laughs> yeah, like, people just start getting antsy. Uh-huh. What are you fighting? Just nothing's happening. You all you're doing is just you're about to pop a blood vessel for no reason. <laughs> nothing's ha- just relax. Just start looking around. Like, what can you see? What can you? What can you see about the other cars? Like, what can you tell from? Um, like, what can you, what can, what story can you come up with about this car that came from Florida? Like, why are they here right now? Yeah. Like, what are you thinking? What's on the inside? What's hanging from their rearview mirror? Oh, that's interesting. What does that say about them? What's their hairstyle say about them? Like, where are they coming from? Where are they going? Like, what can you put together? What's the sky look like? Hmm. Let me put down the window. What's the air? What's the air feel like? Just start. What's the podcast I'm listening to saying to me? If I'm listening mm-hmm. to a podcast, what's the music? What's like, just, just fucking engage with life. Yeah. Like you don't have to resist just being in a car. Just, just stop resisting. Just stop resisting. And they're mad things like that. Being around other people and like you're superly, super, super duper, superbly socially awkward. You know, and 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 again, this is something I understand. People are socially awkward. I understand that it's it, like that anxiety really gets at people when they have to try to map out how they're going to approach someone or have a conversation. I get that. Facts. Now, the the thing is, is that there's nothing to really be afraid of. Nothing's gonna like nothing's gonna happen to you. Like if you walk up to someone and you're just doing things like being polite mm-hmm. and like considerate, mm-hmm. you're gonna there're gonna be times where you like maybe you don't say the right thing or like whatever you said wasn't super funny or it wasn't super smooth or it wasn't. Like it didn't it didn't hit like a Seinfeld line. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now everybody hates me. Yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah. it's okay. Yeah, it's completely okay. I just as long as you're just you're just being a nice person <laughs> and you're like having a, a conversation. Line. Yeah, like it's just, <laughs> it's just not gonna hit like that. It's fine. Like you just be a regular human being and just just speak. Yeah, it's fine. Like you're not you're not a speech writer for anyone. You're not a comedian. You're not an orator of any sort. You're just, you're just a regular human being. Yeah. And like, that's completely fine. It's interesting, man. Like, they're just, but sometimes people are sitting there in conversation and they're like, I want this person to like me. Once you do that, now you're trying to manipulate, like you're trying to manipulate the game. You want this person to like you. So now you have to do certain things that are going to be symbolic of who it is you think they would like. Right. And you know you got to start putting that game on. And right. then it's just it, it and it doesn't it doesn't have to be that. The anxiety and performative act, the sweat and tears that you about to drop to do this, it's it's unnecessary. You're resisting. It's, isn't like, it just so much work just not being yourself? So it's much. a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Like it's a lot of work. Do you ever just change into that person? Like when do you, you know what I'm saying like you do you, like you take that off every day? Every time you try to talk to a girl, you put that shit on, you take it off. Like, uh, come on, no. man. Or you get lost in the role. Law in the sauce. Heath, Heath Ledger. Ah. That happens in real life. Yeah. People get lost playing a role. Isn't that crazy? That that's is. How, that's how strong and at the same time fickle the mind is at the same exact time. Wow. You can create a whole role for yourself, become that thing, and didn't even know that you became that thing for real. Like wow. you, you just live in that lifestyle now. Yeah, I mean that's a good point. That's a good point. It's craziness. 
It's craziness, man. But that's but that's again why salute. Excuse me. But that's why I bring up all this all this stuff. I just it's just resistance, man. Sometimes you you just gotta you just gotta relax. So I was telling you earlier that I went to a vineyard. Um Lincoln or Wyatt Vineyard. I went. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what the fuck was this? This nigga sound like this sound like you had like reversed the recording of yourself and played that shit out. Linganore Wine Vineyard. Yeah, again, you're resisting. Just relax, Keon. <laughs> just just calm down. It's all good, man. Um Linganore Wine Vineyard. But one of the many one of the many places that me and Antoinette have toured recently, and we toured like three or four places recently, where you know for the big day. Yes. Um, which we're talking twenty twenty three. Nah, four. Twenty twenty four. Yeah, give me that four. I don't know, man. Sometimes I just know people get engaged and they nah. get married in nah. a few months. Nah, nah, we ain't rocking. Shout like out, that. shout out to the gig that you're about to have soon. Re- oh yeah, shout out. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. But um, so I don't know. I feel like it took a long time to get here, and I'm just really psyched about it. Yeah. Um, it's just been long overdue. But obviously, we decided to buy that crib first, which isn't a bad move. Not a bad move. Um, but I'm just really excited for just going to see all these places, checking all these things out. You know, getting all this information. How are you processing? <laughs> the information about because I don't know I mean how you feel about it if you feel like it's actually something that's going to be transformative or if you think it's really just a day oh no 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 look um, I think earlier on I expected more and Ex- like what expected to do exp- my expectations of what I thought a wedding might be okay for me okay I expected more oh shit what was you expecting well, I mean, nothing grand, nothing, you well, know what I'm well, saying? Well, well, then what were you expecting that isn't going to be the case? Um, People. Um, oh, okay. Okay. What else? I expected to not spend as much. <laughs> All right. But um, <laughs> very unrealistic. Okay. Um, just based on the market and, you know. Oh, oh, like a lot of, lot was, of, okay. lot of inflation out there right now. <laughs> okay, but, uh, you thought you was about to have some shit jumping, jumping. Like you thought you was about. Um, to- yeah, and I expected not to pay that as much for it. Too, yeah, yes, you yes, know, yes. but that maybe that that's just me. That's just I be doing that shit sometimes. <laughs> okay, but um, so we're scaling down the way. Yeah, definitely bit. scaling down a little bit. Um, you know, knocking some unfortunate people off the list. Sorry to those that uh, you know. Mm. that I would love to be there that may not be there. Um, you know, just being real with ourselves. It's just, we're like, we want to have something, but we're not going to kill ourselves over it. And if that means some people can't come, then unfortunately they can't. Okay. Yeah, All it's right. tough. But um, yeah, just yeah, in the grand scheme of things, we're doing less than I thought we might do. But still, you know, trying to make sure that we have some some elegance about it. And And what are you expecting as far as the relationship goes, like pat, like post marriage, is there? Does it transform in your mind at all? Um, I think that you know when you're like dating a chick at first, yeah, and you guys are just hanging out and you're having a great time and everything's cool and you're enjoying each other. And maybe there's some sex involved at some point in time, and then like you know the question, the question arises like, hey, like what are we, what are we doing? 
<laughs> what, what are we doing? Where are we going? What's happening? What are we? Right. Right. That, con- that conversation. Uh, and then there's a distinction to be made. Right. Uh, and then if there is a distinction and it goes in the way of we're together. Yeah, all right, we're together now. Like we, <laughs> we, you can say we are an exclusive thing. Like we are together, uh-huh. and then people feel like things change once that's said. You know, like some things just just change in yeah. the subconscious, right? Yeah. About like what what is expected, yeah. and now you have to start having the conversations of like what is expected right. exactly because right. two d- these two different beings have two different ideas of what that is, right? You know what I mean? Depending upon if they haven't had these conversations or had these conversations at length the way that they ought to be had uh-huh. to really you know flesh out all the nuance. To uh-huh. If you haven't had that, you just kind of go into it and then you start. Now, have you thought about what that step is, like marriage, and then maybe what's expected? Or do you guys have conversations of things changing or what is to be expected when this thing happens? Um, not necessarily. I don't know how it goes. You know what? Like, the, as far as the marriage goes, not necessarily. Um, I don't think too, too much is going to change. It's going to be a day that's going to be very, very fun and, and you know, emotional. And, you know, it's going to be a great day or evening. You know what I'm saying? But um, and you know maybe that that feeling will go on for maybe a month. Like wow, we're married. Wow, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Maybe a couple months. Who knows? For an, a short but extended period of time. Let's say that. What What has been like your favorite thing about being in a relationship? I like to talk about this. Um, I don't know. When it comes to me, I think that. I don't know. Like I can, I can be in a very like emotional person. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I don't know. It's nice having someone there that you know that you're just kind of a. You're, you're almost like your partners. It's a completely you know different emotional connection. It's nothing like yeah. It's nothing like your niggas. No, no, <laughs> not at all. It's, it's nothing. It's nothing nah. like them. Yeah, it's nothing like any, you know anything you have with anyone else. No, nah. like it's, yeah, it's just not the. Yeah, not it's the it's yeah, it's a, it's it's a very different type of connection for sure. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I enjoy just having that person by my side, having that person to love, like mm-hmm. just. Just kind of just being in the vicinity. I really like this person. I like to be around her. <laughs> People don't know how how deep that is. Yeah. <laughs> That's a profound statement. Yeah. Like, I really like to be around you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of that I believe also has to do with resistance. That's something I've 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 learned, you know. Like there's there's always growth to be had for everyone, uh-huh. but you know as far as as looking at someone and because it I mean it's kind of it's kind of crazy how it happens like when you start to invest more time and energy and like emotion into someone they become know, a staple. Well, they definitely become a staple, and just like you know my hypothetical friend was telling me earlier, or I was saying was telling me you want what's best for them. And if, you know, you feel like they're not always adhering to that thing or whatever, now you have a bit more of an investment and you just wonder like, ah, oh, like why couldn't you do this? Or like, well, you feel like, you know, like, come on, like you should, you shouldn't be doing that uh-huh. thing. And that's a lot of resistance. There's a lot of resistance that isn't actually necessary. Uh-huh. Um, because as far as I'm concerned, the best, 
like the healthiest way of doing things just seems to be also the most effective way. Mm-hmm. It's not like you have to like have clean eating conversations. I'm sort of thinking of like like clean eating right now. Like it's not like you have to cut out a ton of foods that you like to eat to be healthy. We can have great conversations and and grow from them right. and it just be like a really nice civil pleasant conversation. Right. And like that is a thing. It doesn't <clears throat> actually have to get to the point of like screaming at each other or being mean or calling people out of their name. It doesn't actually have to get there. And if you can find someone that wants to get better, like they want to, they're willing to do things to get better. You can trust that in default mode of trust, meaning when you guys go into conversation, you can trust that they are actually there not to win, Mm -hmm. but to learn. Mm -hmm. If both people are going into this thing like that, then I feel like you're right. At that point, you are partners. You are real partners working through this, trying to figure shit out together. And then and then shit can just be really, really fun. Yeah. It can be really, really nice. So you can just, again, have a lot of the conversations that people feel like are just like, you know, don't touch conversations. You can have those conversations, but there are a bunch of other things that have to be set in place at the same time. The willingness, definitely some skill, definitely read a book or two mm-hmm. on like what that is. Yeah. 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 We've spoken about like doing like marriage counseling and things like that. Mm. You know, just to like, I don't know if it's necessarily a to see if you're compatible mm. type of situation, but just kind of a somewhat of a guide to just kind of yeah. walk you through this thing that they call marriage. Yeah. I don't see. I don't see why not. Yeah. I think it's I think it's always good. Picking up new tools is always good. Just see. Just see what they're talking about. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Not like you're locked in. Yeah, you just go in there and see what they're talking about. What sort of tools are they talking about? Yeah. How are they how are they trying to teach us to be better for ourselves and for one another? What again, what does that look like? Yeah. How good can this get? Yeah. Like what is what what are we what are we really doing here? Like what where in what ways am I am I pulling the team down? You know what I mean? Oh, like the team down. Yeah, for sure. Like in yeah. what way? And, and now you got to go process that information. Yeah. Like in what ways am I pulling the team down? Like, okay, I don't want to do that. So, you know, it's in these, these are, these are conversations that yeah. have to happen. I think that that would be cool. Yeah. It's pretty much like the reason why I left my last main relationship. You know what I'm saying? Before this, like, and granted, I was super young. We both were super young, super young. And, you know, trying to trying to navigate some shit we really wasn't ready for <laughs> at all. You know, just try, you know, out here, as they say, trying to be grown. <laughs> out here, but niggas was not grown, dog. <laughs> no, niggas was a smidge. Yeah, for sure. That. No, niggas was not grown. Nah, that's good. Yeah, no, nah, niggas was not grown. <laughs> yes, double it up. <laughs> double it up. <laughs> Niggas was not grown. Yeah. But like, you know, I was I've always been responsible. You know what I'm saying? So of course, you know, I I'm doing, you know, sticking to obligations, making sure shit is taken care of. 
But eventually, dog, eventually you start to realize that the, the shit just really ain't there. It's not there's qualities that are missing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And of course, you know, these are obviously things that have been spoken about. But I guess when you, you know, you get with someone that just isn't willing to change. It's not really there for you. Yeah. yeah. And what's more interesting is yeah. that after we separated, it was it, it was probably the best thing that could have happened for, for both of us. <laughs> it's really cliche, but we both grew a lot away from each other. Shit is wild. Man, if you can't be with someone and they allow you to be who you want to be, and you can't allow them to be who they want to be, and you guys can't find a way to do that harmoniously, like really work together to try to figure out all the nitty gritty of like what being a human being is and trying to trying to help that, trying to understand what the resistance is, if the resistance ever comes, like realizing it when it happens. That's what journaling is about. That's what meditation is about, to try to figure out when these things pop up. Mm, okay, I'm angry. Okay, let me let me think about that. Because I'm I'm putting anger on me. Like I don't I don't I don't have to be angry. I can just understand that there is a moment that is overtaking me at this at the moment. Like that that is all. Like there's just this influx of this emotion at this very instance. But I can move past this. I can just understand it. I can process it and move past it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that most people should just. I mean, there are a lot of trash relationships. For sure. I just put it that like that. For sure. I, I don't, I, you know, I don't think that it's just a noble thing that people should just try to go after. I think that a lot of people would probably be happier if they were alone. I th- I think that that's completely fine too. I think it's completely fine to just do your own thing, and 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 just just learn about yourself. Just but, take some time. You know, I think there's more people that don't want to be alone that do want to be alone than than that do want to be alone. And well, yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think that that shit can be real blinding. Yeah, man. Like just being with someone, someone. I know. I, I know. I <laughs> know. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to be alone. Simply because you don't want to be alone. Like you feel like you need someone or, you know, maybe you didn't grow You grew up in foster care or, you know what I'm saying? Like just not really having that, uh, just that permanent person that's been there. You know what I'm saying? Bro, listen, it was funny because Jessica got me this this magnet for the refrigerator that has like a bird on it. And it's, that is a very Jessica thing. And and it says, uh, I, I some uh, something like I didn't have the money or I couldn't afford it, a therapist, so I started a podcast. That's what, that's what it says on it. You know what? Very clever, very thoughtful. <laughs> that's dope. And, you know, she's clearly been listening to the podcast, so she knows that. I've really been able to, now that I've been doing it for a little while, I've been able to see podcasting work as therapy for me throughout, mm-hmm. since we started this like mm-hmm. two years ago, have a long, have mm-hmm. many, almost three years maybe now, coming up in this, Are we, this is it, May? It's about to be 2023, yeah, so yeah, it'll be three years. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's crazy. But I've been able to see it work through time. I've I've felt 
myself become just much cleaner, much healthier. That's what's up. And just getting, yeah, man. It was there was a lot of there was a lot of thoughts that needed to get out. And like that first, probably like two years, <laughs> there was a lot of there was a lot of thoughts, man. That I had to fucking get out, but you know, I that so, you know this goes back to the, the people. I, I just I know that people have so much to process. Wow! Like I was just you know as I watched this um, movie, what was the movie I was just talking about uh, about the the patient, the therapist at the doctor? Smile, yeah. Um, is when I watch things like that, or I talk to people like Dr. Paige Johnson or Dr. Paige Monford. I'm sorry, Johnson, where did I come from? Doctor, <laughs> oh, I know where I came from. Dr. Paige Monford that came on. Uh, I you know I when like I that when I when, when I, I say that that prefix. Doctor, Dr. Paige Monford, yeah, say for that, sure. Doctor yeah. Paige Monford, for sure. Let's go. Shout out. Uh, it's and I think about other people's mental health and like the other, just just the, the very large spectrum of mental health. Uh-huh. And I think about what it's like to be me and to do this thing that I love and to express at the same time and to just have good people in my life and to have a warm place to sleep or a cold place if I need that or with a fan and oil diffuser and candles and memory foam mattress and Food, if I need to get money for whatever I need, car to get to wherever I need. Again, good friends and family around for whatever I need or what whatever is going on. And like that's just that's my life. Mm-hmm. My life is literally it's just nothing but blessings. Just I'm just bathing in blessings every day. It's just nothing but beautiful stuff going on around. What does that feel and, like? But that that's what's crazy is like, what does that feel like? And what's crazier is like, what does the antithesis of that feel like? You know, what what does the opposite of that feel? <laughs> yes, what does the opposite of that feel like? That's and I know that there are people that just shit is just some things are just broken. Yeah. Like they're just switched broken or just their wires are frayed whatever there's just some other things going on and they can't bring themselves to see just raining blessings every day like that's just not life and so for me to go to sleep that way and wake up that way and go through my day that way it's it's an insane thing and 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 like let me finish this, this point real quick because if you can if you can talk to a partner about this that that the option of living life with with a much better lens on it mm-hmm. right through processing information it's all coming together now through processing information and living experiences holistically and wanting to understand those and aligning yourself with other people on that playing field that want to do the same thing You can you can then carve out a healthier, happier way of living every single day, but with another person. And you all can both be on the same objective trying to do that thing. And so when I ask you what your favorite thing is about being in a relationship with someone, I think what's fascinating is figuring out how to 
maximize life with another person. That's a wild fucking endeavor. Yeah. Like trying to figure out how to maximize life, but with another brain attached. Uh, Hopefully another brain that you respect, you know, trying to make this thing happen. That's a wild fucking thought. Is it possible that that can be done without necessarily liking that person? Is it almost like a partnership? Like you need this motherfucker for this to like for this particular no, venture no, to no, work? No, no, no. But but again, the thing is, is, it is what it is. You can do your own version of that alone. You could do it with this person. You could do it with. You could find another person. I don't know about this whole the one thing. I'm not. <laughs> I don't die on that hill. Like it's the one. Like it's. I mean, it's it's someone. It's someone. It's it, it's <laughs> the one you chose. Like, but I don't think that. And I understand why it, why it feels that way as well. Like why it can feel like there's no way it could be anyone else. Like like it's just not. It just wouldn't work. There are a lot of people in the world, mm-hmm. and like you just have to keep your mind open to that understanding. There's just there's so many people that would make so many impressions upon you, and for you to think that the one. That everyone found the one right. in their city. Right. Like, you know what I mean? That, like, went to their school or their church or their, like, come the on. One. Come on. I, I get it. I just feel like there are things that human beings can learn that would actually help them connect with many more people. Maybe not necessarily on the level where you guys need to try to be life partners. But it would open you up to a lot more people and then you could hone those skills even more and you'd be able to pair with more people because you wouldn't be going through so much of your own shit Mm -hmm. that gets in the way. Like if you could just see that person as that person Mm -hmm. and what it is they're doing and the things going on through your mind that you want, you know, changed about them for whatever odd reason you would like it changed or whatever the case is, whatever your sense of resistance is. That's that's yours and yours alone. But if you were able to get out of your head and again, stop trying to manipulate the whole world, then you could appreciate many, many more people right. on so many different levels. So I, I don't again, I don't I don't think it's like the one type mm-hmm. of game. At least that's just that's a little I'm a romantic in a in the literary sense, mm-hmm. but that's a, a little bit too of the romanticism for me. Yeah. The one. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just I just think <laughs> that the circumstances were not right in another situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And one thing, and you know what's really like about relationships is that it's so easy to focus on like the bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. It's very easy to focus on the bad. And it's very easy to just get caught up in that. Well, what you want to do is you want, yeah, because you want to be able to tell what the ratio is. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, do do I fucking hate my life when I'm around them? Which is why what you said was profound earlier. Like, I like being around you. Yeah. We've all been in some shit where it's like, I don't necessarily always fuck with being around you like this. Right. And sometimes it's a lot of the time. So, like, what are we really doing? Right. That's a real fucking question. Yeah. What am I really doing here? Yeah. Are you just occupying space here? Like, is it? Because that's what it feels like to me. (laughs) Right. 
Like yeah. like when you first started laying on that couch that way, like it's like it looked really cute and adorable yeah. to me, but now you just look like a fucking slob. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking, I fucking hate it now. The fuck out of here. I hate you. <laughs> like, the way you used to come over and, like, you know, drape over my shoulder and kiss me. Like, I always, yeah, you used to be so adorable and so cute. And, like, I was, it was, like, all snuggly and cozy. Now it's just, like, get the fuck off of yeah. my shoulder. Like, <laughs> I'm fucking doing something right now. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how. It's but, crazy yeah, how shit but, changes. But think about all the relationships people have where they don't even realize the shit is happening in front of them. Oh, well, like, like like those changes, like that like, diminishing yeah, of value. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's rough. Like, imagine just coming. That's, that's spooky. Yeah, it's spooky. <laughs> like spooky. no no context clues, no no body language, nothing. Like you don't understand how you got here. So many people say that. Yeah. So many people, how did we get here? That shit's what, cliche. It's, what, it's a cliche. Like what happened? Like, yeah. this was so out of left field. Like, this came out of nowhere. Yeah. So, But so many people say that. It's like, how does so How does so many people say that? Are I mean, are they just playing victim or are they just really that ignorant? There are definitely those people that are playing victim for sure. And there are definitely certain people that are super ignorant. Yeah. They're like, don't, they don't pay enough attention to be able to see the cues. Yeah. They, just going like they, over they, they gloss, they gloss over all of it. Yeah, that's real shit. Very black and white vision. Yeah, that's how people cheat on people too, because mm-hmm. like they gloss over details. Right. So then people that are good at, you know, covering details mm-hmm. and looking at details, they they cheat because it's just like this motherfucker don't look at nothing. <laughs> he don't look. This motherfucker don't look at me. He don't look at nothing that's going on. Right. He don't. He don't pay to no attention to nothing. Right. Like he's not gonna fucking notice. Right. That's a real. That's a real thing. It's wow. weird. Yeah, man. It's just, it's just, man, I've just, I've cultivated something through time, man. I'm trying to tell you. It's, it's yeah, like a real fucking gratitude. I told you about that time I cried in that restaurant because, yeah. and I, again, keep in mind, I was completely sober. Keep that in mind. Mm. Nothing in my system, probably for months at that time, mm-hmm. super sober. Right. And I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking about something super nice that someone told me earlier that day. And then something super nice, someone had told me like the day before. And I'm just like, man, this this ain't life for everyone. No. Like, it's just not. Right. And this isn't this isn't like a I have to go into this to make myself feel better. Like, oh, you're oh, Earl, like you're such a cool person. Like you have these. It's not it's not braggadocious in the slightest. It's not that. Uh-huh. It's simply an acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. You know, when people want people to acknowledge their privilege, mm-hmm. but then sometimes people acknowledge their privilege and it seems like they're kind of bragging about the mm-hmm. privilege. This isn't that. I'm just acknowledging that my it, my fucking life is awesome. It, like that, like it's just an acknowledgement of it's just blessings. Mm-hmm. Like just waking up and feeling good. Like my body's not going through a bunch of shit, right? And I can I can stretch and I can meditate and it feels great to do those things. And whoever's gonna hit my phone up that day, it's gonna be. I know it's going to be a pleasant situation <laughs> yeah like that that's that's awesome like that wasn't always the case sometimes someone hit my phone and i was like oh fuck like yeah. what like, what the fuck is this gonna be like that i've been in that position that's not the position mm-hmm. anymore when i see people out in public or my job whatever the case is like they're good interactions i'm learning from people i'm listening to people and i've been able to get so far into the moment that like when i because again, thinking about impermanence is something that I do. I practice consciously thinking about the fact that 
lights could go out at any moment. Right. Like I, th- I think about that. Right. And I process that information. I think about it, even though when people first think about it, it may make them feel uncomfortable. I sit in it. I'll sit in it and I'll think like, wow, like all this stuff that I experience every day, like it, like it can really just be done any moment, like any day. And so you just start looking at stuff differently. There, there are things that I used to complain about that now make me happy. Mm-hmm. How crazy is that switch? Not that it doesn't bother me. It makes me happy. I used to, I, I was sitting in the sauna the other day and I'm fucking sweating out, enjoying myself, listening to classical music. But you know, classical music isn't just like, it's not blaring. It's not a bunch of snares and bass and stuff like that. So it's not, it's not overtaking your hearing at every point in the song. Sometimes it gets really low. Mm -hmm. So you can hear things going on outside of your headphones. Mm -hmm. There are two niggas having a conversation about both of them, I think being veterans and, you know, their different understandings of like the wars and coming back to the States and doing things, getting into certain businesses outside of that and then talking the business. And I'm listening to this and I thought I had a moment. I was like, this would used to, this would have pissed me off a while ago. I'd have been like, man, like, why do niggas come in here and like try to talk? Like, when, like <laughs> why can't everyone just like relax? But guess what? The, the, look at the hand movements I'm doing and right. the way that I sound. Guess what all this is? Resistance. Ah. This is applicable for everything. Resistance. I'm resisting the fact that there are two other men in here having a conversation. What am I? Stop resisting it. Just it's stop happening. It's, it's happening it's whether happening. you like it or not. It's happening. I'm not about to fight these niggas and tell them to shut up. Like, it's happening. Stop resisting it. And then the second I stopped resisting, I thought, you know how happy I am that these two gentlemen are having a wonderful, pleasant conversation amongst themselves as aside from them fighting right now? Yeah. Could be worse. Boom. Boom. Huge paradigm shift. Like, they, these are two guys and they're having a pleasant discussion amongst each other in a sauna. What do I really want? No, that's what I want, actually. Yeah. That's actually what I want to happen. Would it be cool if they were quiet? Is, yeah, it, cause it, is it because it makes them happy? It makes them happy. It's a pleasant discussion amongst two human beings. And, would that, you, would and that's all, cool. That's fine. That's that's awesome. Would you be also be okay if they didn't say anything to each other? Yeah. Okay. That's also a blessing. But they're not fighting. Right. That's great. Yeah. Because that's what I don't want. Is two niggas in here fighting? <laughs> no. But the fact that they're they're enjoying themselves and that that's a blessing for them, and it's a blessing for me to see a blessing for other people. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, damn, blessings. I know that it's so cliche, like count your blessings. But if you really did that, if you really thought about everything that happens to you every day that that could have been different, Mm -hmm. every drive you took that could have been a car accident that it wasn't, Mm -hmm. every breath you took where your fucking heart could have started pumping and it was a heart attack, but it didn't happen. Right. Your heart just pumped blood regularly. Every breath you took where your fucking lungs didn't collapse and someone and you didn't have to get sent to the hospital for any, you know, organ related failings like you just that was a blessing. Every moment that that happened, every time you just a lot of blessings, someone smiled at you, you smiled at them and you just had a good conversation. That was a blessing. Every time you were able to eat some food and you didn't get food poisoning, that was a blessing. Any like. All these moments where you get to walk outside of your house and you see all the leaves changing and it's crisp, it's crisp air outside and you just 
take a large breath and you, you get some breakfast and you, you, these are just, we're being flooded with just blessings that don't have to be there. Right. But we just be acting like it's supposed to be there. Right. That's called taking things for granted. I'm going to say this on every episode. now. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what it is. They don't have to be there. None of this stuff. Yeah. But they are. They're all blessings. We're being showered in blessings every single day. And we just act like, eh. <laughs> most people or everybody? Uh, most people in certain ways. There okay. are definitely more showers going on for other people <laughs> than others. That's that's a fact. But if... but. And this is where shit gets shaky okay? because you don't want to start telling other people what their blessings are okay. because they're going to be like, yeah, nigga, but look at these curses, nigga. <laughs> look at these curses you don't know about. And it's like, ah, OK, all right, all right, you know what? You're right. I don't know about that. That's why I just I, I try my best to speak from my experience. I can't have a victim mentality is so hard for me to have. Mm. So difficult for me to have. Only damn near probably impossible. Mm-hmm. I can't see it. I can't see it. It's not a bad thing. I can't see it. It's not a bad thing. At I'm, all. Yeah, man. I'm out here enjoying the shit out of life. I'm happy for I'm you. Loving it. Happy for loving you. Loving it. And I'm reading life, man. I haven't been, I was explaining this to our Disney correspondent the other day that we had in here. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I haven't been reading any books recently, but again, I am down to with the invisible life of Addie Lou or Addie LaRue, whatever that is. I'm, I'm going to get that as soon as Mikey's done with it. Um, and I'm definitely going to come in here and talk about it. I can tell you what's funny is sometimes I can tell you there's a book or there's something I'm going to go see in that it's going to pre- impress upon me in a certain way. And I'm going to have to process information and come back. I don't know the author of this book. I don't know her style of writing. Okay. I don't know the intricacies of the story. I can promise you I will be back to talk about this book. I just know now. I just know there are certain things. It's very interesting. Okay. But I promise you that. Uh, it's not going to be like these movies I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> Where there's nothing else. What kind of... Uh, I was going to ask you what kind of novels you got. Well, well. so what I was saying is that I, I have nothing lined up. I do have the Hunchback of Notre Dame around here. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame, maybe, that uh, my little sister got me from a very prestigious library in, in France, France. In, in Paris. It was like the first library to start publishing American works or did something she, like Did she that. get on the Aqua Tower? Can you get on that? <laughs> I don't know if you can... Have we seen pictures of people on the Eiffel Tower or just at the Eiffel Tower? I think people just take just pictures at, in front it of it. I thought there was, there was no elevator in there or anything. This ain't the Washington I, Monument. You always want to Americanize mean, some shit. Nah. Look at the way it's built. I don't think there's an elevator that goes I like, swear, through the I center. I swear in like... <laughs> Maybe. I don't fucking know. But I don't think I've seen pictures of people at the top of the Eiffel Tower. They're, always in, they're always in front Maybe of Maybe not. Yeah, you could be right. You could be right. Yeah. Um, Do people take pictures at the top of the Washington Monument, though? I don't know if I've seen those pictures either. People just always in front of that, too. But there is something you can... But you can go up the Washington Monument. You can go up. It was broke for a minute. I'm not sure if it's running right now, but it's Young DC, no. Broke for a while. He know what's going on. He was like, yeah, it's under... You know what I mean? It's under construction in there. Like, this nigga know what's going on inside the Washington Monument. (laughs) Young DC in the house. Go ahead, nigga. It's just, you know, the information comes my way. But but what (laughs) what I was saying to her is that I've been reading life. Uh Uh-huh. 
That's what I've been saying. I, you know, sometimes I'm super into books. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to get this book or that book. Or I heard about this book. Sometimes they're just I'll go browsing. Other times it's just recommendations. Like when Shifty P gave me the Outwitting the Devil. That was that was you know, Napoleon Hill book that I talked about for a long time mm-hmm. with you and my dad in here. Sometimes it's just those. It will be the Addie LaRue that um, Mikey comes and gives me. He's, you know, inspired me to read a few books. But, yeah, a lot of times it just comes that way. Sometimes I'm just I'll just stop by McKay's used bookstop mm-hmm. bookshop and just run in there and just see what they got going on. But, um, yeah, man, I've just been reading life, just been just looking. I think that. What you can get out of a book, I think that those things are everywhere. Mm-hmm. That is that is my belief about life. I think that what you can read in a book, you can get anywhere. I think you can get that stuff from like, not like stats, like stats and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm talking about processing whole fields of stuff, like mm-hmm. whole emotions of things. There are a lot of actual information that you're going to get in books that you're not going to know because, uh, you know, because you don't have a scientist telling you something to your face. Mm-hmm. I, like That's not what I'm saying. Okay. But you can read into life and look at things going around you in life and interpret them and process them and gain things from them like you could in an informational book, which is the same reason why I love novels, because I think that you can read a very, very well done story in such a way that impresses upon you and gives you another layer of like understanding life and people and things. Mm-hmm. I think that like a, a novel can do that for you. Hmm. Same way that I feel like a movie can. Like, have you? Wait a minute. I, have you watched a movie and felt changed after watching a movie before? Maybe movies changed. are not your. Yeah, you never felt like you ended a movie. It was like, wow, that was very impactful to me. Like that makes me think about things differently. That makes me feel about things differently. Has that maybe film is not your 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 thing? I think I need to process that. You might need to process that. Yeah, yeah you might need to process. Might that. need to process that because may, you've have felt that way with maybe songs before. Where you Definitely. felt a song and you're like, whoa, like Definitely. that was deep, right? Okay, so I, maybe films. I took a break from. <laughs> not took a break, but I kind of stopped listening to the Kendrick Lamar album. <laughs> well, do yeah, I do want to let you? You can relax. I do want to let you know, and it's been like a couple of months now. I listened to it the other day. Um. And God, it just give that album just gives me a feeling. It's like it's it, there's a piece of something in the back of my skull where Kendrick that Kendrick Lamar album lives. And anytime I listen to it, it just comes out to the front mm. and just gives me that just that feeling mm. all over again. Yeah, maybe you're just more of a you know a sonic sort of guy. Maybe that it just works for you more. Like yeah, like dog, I get I get chills all the time listening to music. Yeah, chills, feelings of like just. You know, just different physical feelings. Like I all the time listening to music, but just films don't ever bring that out of you, where you just like ponder on them for days. Not just because you want to tell people that was a cool, scary movie. <laughs> I mean, like ponder on them like that. That makes me feel differently about something. Um, I'm not gonna say it hasn't happened. I just, I just couldn't name it for you right now. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, it it works. It works very interestingly. But I think that again, that's just something you can sort of read. I think that, again, answers and things, I think it's sort of like magic. I've talked to you about this before. I, that's truly how I look at it. I think that it's like magic, and I can't explain it, really. Um, but what if there just comes a time where people just like kind of know about magic, and they just look back at this time, and they just think, 
Yeah, like, why couldn't they do magic? Like, what was wrong with them? Oh, well, you know, they didn't believe, first of all. Like, they always just thought that people that I, talked about magic were crazy. So they didn't, they, they never read into the things that were showing themselves to them all the time. And now we just fly around and we do this sort of magic stuff and we do potions and have spells. But yeah, you know, they just didn't think on that wavelength. They had amazing technology. Oh, 2022, they had amazing technology. They were coming out with great things. They were really innovative. You know, they're pretty primitive now, but they were fantastic for the time. Now in the year 3000, we do things like this. I think that we're just going to look back on it like another piece of history. Yeah, Kids yeah, are going to be yeah. looking at it in books like, wow, they that's how they got that done? Yeah. Like, just like we did. When like, you, why were people trying to take away, like, gay marriage rights? Right. You like, know what what, like, what the fuck was that about? Right. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're just going to, we're going to, some kids a thousand years from now might read about it and yeah. just, just wonder like, man, these, you know, that's just, it's amazing how they, they were able to do such a thing or why would they do such a thing? Yeah, for sure. There's going to be, a, it's going to be a lot of that. I, I definitely think that it is, it is, life is sort of magical. We just Who don't. was this guy, Kanye West? <laughs> This guy's man. What's going? On? What? What? What happened? So much controversy. Yeah. So many, oh, so many thoughts. So many man. So many albums. <laughs> so many shoes. Like the music, it was great. And then but I like, just. But where I, did? What happened? But you only ever hear terrible things about right. him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, his legacy is gonna be kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I fucking. And here's the thing: I didn't know how bad things were getting, so I like posted a clip today on Instagram, and I used one of his songs, "Black Skinhead." Uh-huh. And and then Duty comes home and he tells me all this shit that's going on with Kanye. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Like, I probably look like I'm having a fucking a political statement or something. Like, oh, I'm fighting for Kanye. Do you care? Do I care that? Well, I, be, the, here's the thing. When you're out of the loop of things, you can do something and not know it's offensive. Uh-huh. Right? So if I post like a, a black skinhead song because I think it sounds nice on a post on Instagram and I don't know if he's saying very, very like malignant things against just large groups of people. I I don't know like if I want to play the music that week. I don't know. Like it's a rough spot because I just want to play the music. I'm not, you know, necessarily into all this stuff. But then after I hear that and I don't even know what the things are because I'm not actually reading any articles. I'm not listening to his fucking interviews because I don't care to listen to him. Uh-huh. So I'm not even up on the crazy shit he's saying. So I may just be playing his music and people are like, oh, really? You fucking with Kanye? And I'm just like, damn, I, I just wanted to play this song because I felt like it, it went well with so this clip. are you worried more about the offense of it all or, the, or are you just kind of thinking like, oh, damn, I didn't even know like that was... That's what was going on right now. Well, I mean, I certainly don't want to offend anyone, right? right? You know what I mean? Again, okay. if, if whatever he's saying just, is like I don't know. hateful just... things against Jewish people, again, and I, I don't know what's going on. No, and and I get that part. I'm just wondering how many people would actually be offended just simply because you used one of his songs on a post. Yeah, you on never, you, you never know. And I'm also not really that invested in what. The people are probably thinking about it, to be honest with you. Okay. I mean, right? Because again, I got my own life. Right. <laughs> and then, like, that's not really what you know, I'm it'd be about. different if you, like, put a picture up of, like, put a picture of Kanye up and, like, just put a long, thoughtful ass post about how you agree with everything <laughs> that he's doing. That would be something completely different. <laughs> or, or you put up a, 
Kanye 2024. Okay, that's great. Because what you're letting me know is that I'm overthinking the situation. So thank you for that. (laughs) So I don't really need to be thinking about this anymore than I Like if I put up a post and I put the song Good Life behind it, niggas don't give me shit. I don't know. Maybe maybe my maybe I'm having a good life. <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe I'm more so in support of T Pain. Yeah, yeah <laughs> maybe. Yeah, nah. yeah, I forgot. Like, I mean, yeah, Kanye, he's he's on some shit right now. Like he's doing a lot right now. But like that's not like I will go listen to Through the Wire right now, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> and not feel bad about it. <laughs> Oh man, I just, that I doesn't just, mean that I agree with everything that comes out of his fucking mouth. It just means that that's one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so maybe that was that another album that like made you feel something, made you feel a certain way about things. Um, I think that it was just a just a complete like almost a. It was just I think that um um. Damn, I'm trying to think of the album, the name of the album. My mind's just late like, registration. Like, no, not late registration. The first one. Oh, college dropout. Yeah, college dropout. I think that at the time when that came out, I think it was just a completely different sound that nobody had really. I mean, don't get me wrong, Kanye definitely. You know, I'm sure he's influenced by by people, by artists. But I think it was just it was it was the first for me that I really got into that type of hip hop sound. No hip hop artist was really sampling that many old soul right. beats, right? You right? Know right? What right? I mean? right. And soul artists like right? That. Yeah. Like that. So like. You know, when that came out, it was just a. I gravitated towards it. It was a different kind of sound that I really, really appreciated. Yeah, yeah. I don't like all of Kanye's albums. I can tell you that I don't like all of Kanye's albums. When did you drop like, off? Um, what's after? Uh, what's after graduation? God damn! Late registration, and then no, after late, late registration, late, no, late graduation, graduation. And then but after what's graduation, graduation, you have. Was you have 808s, and then you have my dark, beautiful, twisted fantasy. Don't Probably. say you dropped off on that one. I did. That's no, Wait no, no, a no, no, no. That's the last one that oh, I've I listened was about to. to. Say if you wasn't listening to that, you one missed, hand in the air. I was, like, I was about to say you missed his masterpiece. No, like, I listened to that okay, album. Okay, I told you not too long ago. Didn't I think like Rolling Stone said that was the album of the decade, bro? It was a people don't. If you don't know, you don't know. But it's a crazy album. That is a it's like a great it's, album. It's, and, it's a crazy album. But I think you already know. I wasn't I wasn't banging with that joint back in the day. It took me took me like, I think like maybe two or three years ago, where I was like, damn, this is a really good album, and I faked on it because I wasn't I didn't bang with it a whole bunch RJ when it first had, came out. RJ had me sit down and listen to a podcast that talked about the song Power. Uh-huh. I think it went through and talked about every song in the album, uh-huh. but he just cl- just turned on the episode about power. And this shit's like like 30 minutes long or something like that. And it just breaks down what's going on, the things that he's talking about, what it means in that day and age. And it's just like, it's so elaborate. Mm. It's so elaborate. And that gave me a whole new respect to it, for it. But I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a really good album. Yeah. It's a really good album with Definitely. a lot of different sounds. And a lot of good rapping on it. It's a, it's a really, it's just, a really, it's just a really good album. Yeah. Really, really fucking good album for sure, yeah, man. Like Nicki Minaj on Monster for sure is crazy. Like you were saying, one hand in the end, the So Appalled song. Yeah. Big Sean, Sahi, yeah, the Prince, Jay Z. You introduced me to that song, bro. I wrote Pusher. 
Pusha T's on the song. Um, it's a lot. You introduced bro. me to that song. There I, is really, a, I remember my first time listening to that song. Yeah, man. There were just certain songs. Runaway was on that song. I mean, was on that album. It's just it was had some bangers uh-huh. on it. It was kind of crazy. But you want to know what Kanye the, album? The, I, the I, Rick Ross song, whatever, with the crazy Devil guitar solo, dress. Devil in a New Dress was on there. It get crazy. Yeah. It gets a little crazy. Was that Flashing Lights but, with Rihanna? Or was no, that no, 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 no. That was Graduation. Which I did like a lot. Graduation yeah. was that, that uh, year, which was 2009, by uh-huh. the way. That was my year. Yeah. Graduation dropped and another great hip hop album dropped. No, nigga. (laughs) Lupe Fiasco's the cool. Okay, I've never been. I've never been a big Lupe guy. I've listened to his singles, but I've never listened to a full Lupe album. So amazing concept album. Amazing concept album. Beautiful sounds, beautiful rapping, great concept that just went throughout the whole thing. There were like different characters in it. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. My shit was Watch the Throne. Watch the Throne was very, Watch very cool. The Throne. Just the name an album that yeah. is insane. <laughs> to have a golden, whatever the fuck, a golden album. Uh-huh. Like it was just golden on the front of it. I don't even know. It was like a golden throne. Watch the Throne. Ham, Niggas in Paris. Yes. All, just, Otis. All, there was Nigga. some gotta have Nigga. it. Otis? Is one of the most well rapped songs I've probably ever heard. <laughs> I love when people make because you be giving shit for like the NBA making wild stats. Like, but this is this is the best because you say when people say on the planet, like the best. People I know are, you, this is I what know. You, this is but, the best but, I've ever heard in my life. But that's personal to me. That's very true. No, no. It is it is a great song. Like just the way that they they flowed together, it just like just on the beat, it was just one of the most well rapped songs I've ever heard. Now again, whatever Kanye is out here saying in the media, this is not a saying that we agree Absolutely. with. These are just these are just memories and feelings <laughs> that come up with certain songs that we're yes. talking about. Please song. understand the difference. I don't fuck with nothing that nigga saying <laughs> right now. I just like a, I like a fair amount of his his musical work. <laughs> oh man, what about his clothes? Do you like his clothes? I have no. I don't own anything easy. No, okay. None, I don't of, own none of the little croc like things, like the I little have foam those. shoes. I don't have any of that stuff. Okay. Um, none of the most tattered t shirts. No, mostly because I don't want to pay for it. Okay. It costs too much. Okay. I, I don't. I don't care about it that much. Mm. Um. So yeah. But even if I did own some Yeezys, I'm not burning them. But, oh, you know, yeah, like yeah, I'm not yeah, going to yeah. set them on fire because because yeah. Kanye, you know, says some wild shit. Mm. Yeah, that's what's funny all the time is when people do things in the public. I'm having I, deja vu right now. Really? Yeah. Oh shit! What do you think that is? What do you think deja vu is? Because I've I've heard of like a scientific explanation for it, and it kind of always fucks with people. They're like, man, nigga, I ain't want to know that. But like, because it takes away the mystery, but I don't know if that's necessarily right. They could come up with some shit later on. It's like, you know what? We're actually completely wrong with that old study. (laughs) But what I hear is that like one part of your brain or like one half of your brain is just late catching up to the other. Oh. Yeah. So it's it's like you lived it twice. I mean, as much much shit that goes on in the human brain, 
I can see that. <laughs> I can see yeah, that. Yeah, again, I, I like all I, the neurons I, flying around, all the blood flowing. Yeah, like I, I'm sure that's and possible. I, and a little I'm, glitch. And I'm also cool <laughs> with, um, you know, parallel universe theory type of okay. shit. You know, like some Rick and Morty type of shit. That's fine too. I don't know. I, don't, I I don't know the world. I don't know the universe. I want another Keon to walk through a green portal right now. Like, I you want would, you shut the fuck up. I want that to happen. Keon, there are certain you're not ready for that. <laughs> there are certain things just like how you were resisting when you took the what did we take that time? Was it LSD? Yeah, we yeah, took the LSD. Yeah. yeah. You you're not ready for a portal. <laughs> no, and you want to know why? Why? Because because the psychedelics are a portal. Hmm. That's why. The psychedelics are a portal. They are a portal. And you did not like that portal. Not at first. Actually, not for most of the time, right? You didn't really enjoy that. The yeah, first I don't. Time. I think the first few hours, I got used to it eventually. But you didn't enjoy it is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think that to... I got the experience that a lot of people talk about. Yeah. I don't think I got that. Yeah. <laughs> Stig was not happy. <laughs> like, I don't think I experience what every, everyone usually experiences. Well, I don't think it's an everyone thing because there are a lot of people that be capping mm-hmm. about things that are going on with them. You have to make room for liars. You always have to make room for liars. Okay. And then there's going to be people where it is a very- I saw a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex (laughs) crawl out of my ass. (laughs) (laughs) I swear it happened. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's never been anything like what I've experienced. (laughs) But on that same accord- you did say that you experienced feeling like almost the Hulk yeah, I did. I was did going that. to rip out of your skin <laughs> and, and, and become. I, that's what that's what it, not like something was like literally about to break out of my skin. I just think that it was such an adrenaline rush that like it's almost like I couldn't contain myself. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of crazy. That's the that's the surge for real. <laughs> Will you be feeling like when you have a, a cup and a half of coffee? Yeah. That surge you're talking about yeah. where you start to feel antsy? Yeah, that's that sounds like that. Yeah, it just felt like something was flowing through my veins that isn't usually there. That's interesting, man. Do you think about who you're because I, I keep thinking about like the trajectory I'm on, the practices set in place, again, the tools that I feel completely blessed to have been able to unearth and to have bestowed upon me to, to forge for the future, right? Fruitful trees, finding them, locating them, being able to detect them mm-hmm. and pick them accordingly, appropriately. Do you ever think about who you're going to be, like what you're setting yourself up to be as as a person? I know that you're looking into school and things like that to try to set yourself up financially. But do you ever think about who you're setting yourself up to be as a man, as a as a human being when you're 50 years old, 55? I do think about that stuff. I feel like you have to. So like, who, what do you think about that? Um, I mean, I see a lot of the same things as far as, you know, maybe my personality and demeanor, um, mostly demeanor. I just think about, not to say that I'm not happy, but an even happier Mm -hmm. version of me. Yeah. Because I feel like 
as I'm taking that ride, I'm I'm always learning. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, and I've thought about this recently, just what I didn't know when I was 20 that I did that, you know, that I figured out when I was 25. Oh my God. I'm in my early thirties now. Like what I know now, you know what I'm saying? And, and try my best not to get hung up on decisions that I've made. Um, but I, you know, 50 nigga, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about like, damn, nigga, like what's it going to feel like to be 40? Nigga, I like, think about 35. I yeah. think about next week. <laughs> I, bro, I do. I think about this stuff all the time, man. I just, it's just nice to be able to keep having days and to keep living them and to keep waking up and to keep going to sleep and to keep feeling good and being healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, man, just a year ago, I wouldn't have known what this looked like. I That's how I look at stuff. Six months ago, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been able to know. I, when I had... Uh, my friend Brianna on here, she was asking me a question like, Earl, like, how do you feel about, like, are you the same person you were? And I think maybe she said six months ago. She may have said six months ago. She could have said three months ago. She could have said a month ago. And the answer would have been the same, which was, no, I don't feel like the same person. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting to me because I think about the evolution of the human being often. I think about what has to happen. This is my whole fascination, and I brought it up a million times, about eternal beings, immortal beings, vampires, whatever, or anything that lives like that, right? Just throughout time, which is why I'm interested in this book, Addie LaRue, right? We're talking about someone that just continues to live. Who do you become? What do you learn? How does it make you who you are? I think there's something fascinating about getting older and just seeing things play out and being able to, have, I like being older. I love it. I, I like being I, older. I have no issues so far. I've, I've had no issues. I think that things can only, if if you're immersed, if you're paying attention to things, I, and you're not the type of person that gets bored with life, I think that things just continue to change, and your relationship to it continues to change. So, it's it's only it's inevitable if you're the type of person that understands that truly holistically, meaning in your being as well as, as, as in your head, that you're going to continue to enjoy life and it's going to continue to show itself to you in a bunch of different yeah. ways that are going to continue to be intriguing. If you are like, again, a genuinely curious person. Mm-hmm. Oh like, my goodness. Think about when you're 17, maybe you're 18. And what do you want the most? That freedom, that, that freedom, that, Oh, you know what I'm saying? I could I could do whatever I want. I got that freedom, but you don't really have that freedom because you don't know anything. No. You haven't you haven't experienced enough yet. You're not really free. And I don't know. It's almost like I feel like that's kind of what I'm climbing toward. That 40 or 50 year old me, just more freedom in different ways. Freedom isn't just being able to stay out till 3 a.m. and not getting in trouble for it. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 not it's not. Oh, I can go, you know what I'm saying? I got a little job. I go get me an apartment. I'm I'm like 18 years old. Like, that's not, like, freedom is so much more than that. Freedom looks a little different around 30 than it does yes. at 18. Yes, it does. Freedom is so. I can so... stay out till 3 a.m. and not get in trouble. That's funny. That is freedom, though, when yeah. you're that age. Yes. You're right. That is true. You know what I've been appreciating a lot more? What? I've been talking to an old friend that I've met at Buffalo Wild Wings. And like we were like be Yeah, man. Like we were cool and we had like a nice relationship. Like we recognized that we liked each other. It was one of those people I used to go out to their parties all the time out in Noakesville. Yeah. 
and they, you know, there were two two of them that used to like throw these parties back to back, and their po- houses were like five minutes away, and they both had, I think, I think they both had jacuzzis and pools. Let's go. Yeah, and like, in you know, their parents would allow people to come in there. They had the wine, they had the beer, they had whatever, and people were just hanging out, having a great time. And at that time, yeah, we liked each other. Her name is Lindsay. Awesome, man. She's so smart and she does what she, she does her dream job. You know, when you meet people that do their dream job, you're talking to like a different type of person because you're talking to someone that like day in, day out does the thing that they love to do the most. Mm -hmm. And they just speak a little differently about life. And she is an art conservationist. Mm. She's been wanting to do that since she can remember. And she went through, it takes a lot of money and a lot of privilege to be able to do this thing because they don't make a lot of money. And it's, but it's also takes a lot of determination because it's extremely difficult program to get into. Yeah. And seems like a small field. Yeah. And she just conserves art. Like they just get art through their museum and it's has a bunch of different stories and comes from all over the world. And she and she learns all this stuff and she preserves it, whatever it is, whether it's clay or it's just like solid gold and silver or whatever it is. She preserves these things and she has a great appreciation for it. But the reason I even bring her up, because that's all just a sidebar. The reason I bring that up is because we gained more of a relationship being outside of the workspace. Once I moved away from Buffalo Wild Wings and she moved away and continued to go through school and things that she was pursuing, we would we would touch base every now and again. You know, FaceTimes or call whatever the case is when she was around the area, we'd call or we'd hang out, go out somewhere. But we keep finding our way back to each other. And now it's kind of like stronger than it's been in the past. Like we're we're talking pretty frequently now. Mm-hmm. This is something that you wouldn't know until you get older. But growing with friends is an amazing feeling. Mm -hmm. Like growing with other people and being able to continue to learn about them as they grow and like learn about their experience and the things that they're learning and the things that they're doing and coming back and touching base with people in seeing them grow and seeing your relationship with them mature through time is like, it's priceless. Yeah, It's such a cool thing to be able to have people around that you can just, that you know, I'm going to talk to them pretty probably until the day that one of us dies. Right. Like we're going to keep doing this thing throughout our whole lives and just keep talking to each other about what, what, what recently changed. What's going on with your son? What's going on with your with your spouse? What's going on over here? Oh, this person got sick. Oh, you know, I heard this person pass. Like, you're gonna continue to do life with other people, right? And to and the more pleasant and genuine <clears throat> deep connections you have with human beings, and you're doing that thing with all these people, it's just very deep and it's very priceless. It's a very beautiful thing to watch happen. Right. It's very very beautiful. I, I don't know anything else quite like it. Watching your relationships mature yeah. through time. You know, it's it's very because they take so many turns. Yeah. They take so many turns and, and people grow and they come back and it's different. It's it's fascinating, man. Any like and I'm just thinking about all the decisions that are made 
by the people in those relationships that could have caused them to divert at any point in time. Any point in time. Which is what's really interesting about relationships that stand the test of time. Mm -hmm. Asking yourself the question, why did this stand the test of time? Mm -hmm. Like, why do we still fuck with each other so hard? (laughs) Why do we rock like this? You know what I mean? It's very interesting. It's very, very interesting. It's just something so beautiful and precious about time. Something precious that time lends to us as human beings. Because a lot of times people think about time taking away from people. But something that time gives in abundance is just knowing people and watching people grow and watching, again, your relationship with them grow. It's, It's fascinating. We have no control over time at all. But we do have control over what we do with it. You know what I'm saying? And that's where a lot of people get it fucked up because they don't take advantage. All right, and that's episode 143 of the <laughs> Any Last Words pod. Woo! <laughs> thank you all for joining. Thank you, thank you. We love you, we love you. Peace.